Hi, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. You have heard me say this verse about a hundred times if you've seen 25 of my sermons. <laughs> this is where everything comes down to for me. This is it. This is this is my Summa Theologica, is the book of Romans. And it arrives in Romans chapter 10, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's talk about this because I want to make sure that you use this verse properly. Jesus is Lord is not some magical incantation that somebody just recites the words without actually meaning that he's Lord in their lives, without any intention of repenting from their sin, without any intention of handing lordship of their lives over to God, without any element of surrender. These words are impotent. In fact, they are a lie. In fact, it's sinful to claim Jesus is Lord when he's not actually Lord. Jesse, if Romans 10, 9 is a concise enactment of what the gospel is, then does that mean that somebody could be gay and still be a Christian? I mean, if they're, if they're gay and they say Jesus is Lord, doesn't that mean that they're Christians? Because they said Jesus is Lord. And the text says, say Jesus is Lord. There's nothing in this word, Romans 10, 9, about repenting from sexual sin. So if they say Jesus is Lord, then that means they're saved, right? If you replace homosexuality with any other sin, you see how this doesn't work. All right, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 11, don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Those who commit these sins will not inherit the kingdom of God. And that's what you were. That's what you used to be. But now you've been washed, justified, and sanctified by the spirit of our God, in the name of our Lord Jesus. That's what 1 Corinthians 9, verse 9, uh, 6, 9 through 11 teaches. And it includes homosexuality. It includes, more, it includes other sins as well. It includes heterosexual sin too. So replace it with heterosexual sin. Replace it with adultery. Replace it with sharing the gospel with a man who's cheating on his wife. If this man who is cheating on his wife says the words, Jesus is Lord, but it has zero intention of ending his affair and reconciling with his bride, he's lying. Evidently, Jesus is not Lord in his life. Because if Jesus were Lord, he would repent. But he's not repenting. So he's lying to God. He's claiming with his mouth, Jesus is Lord, but his heart is far from him. When you say Jesus is Lord, you're saying he's the boss. And what he says goes. So don't deceive your gay friends with a false gospel presentation. To say Jesus is Lord is to say that Jesus is Lord. To say that Jesus is Lord and have zero intention of repenting from any sin in your life is to make a false convert. You've just invented a fake religion. You just deliberately omitted repentance from one certain sin in order to make the gospel more palatable. And this doesn't just apply. I mean, I, I, give, I give the example from the gay community because that's quite ubiquitous in our culture, but this doesn't just apply to that sin. It applies to absolutely any other sin. If somebody has zero intention of repenting from any of their sins, you've just sold them cheap grace. You buried repentance in the fine print, and you may have just made a false convert. To say Jesus is Lord is only possible in a genuine sense by the Holy Spirit. That's 1 Corinthians 12, 2 through 4. No one can say Jesus is cursed except for by an evil spirit. Nobody can say Jesus is Lord except for by the Holy Spirit. It's only possible to say Jesus is Lord and truly mean it and repent from sin because he's Lord 
by the Holy Spirit of God. Repentance is a gift that God gives. So every person who confesses Jesus as Lord is a miracle, a miracle that I think is far better than the healing of any paralysis or blindness or disease. It's a miracle of God. Don't try to cheapen it by lowering the standard. Jesus is Lord in my life over everything except for my sexuality. That's a false gospel. Jesus is Lord in my life over everything except for what I do with my finances. That's a false gospel. Jesus is Lord in my life over everything except for my adulterous relationship, my pornography addiction, my addiction to video games, my fill in the blank, whatever sin you want. If you try to preach a gospel that deliberately omits repentance from a sin that's very prominent in your friend's life, you're preaching a false gospel. Let the text offend if it offends. It's not on you to try to make it more palatable. To say Jesus is Lord is either transformative or a lie. So see to it that you explain this text. You don't have to go through and catalog all of their own wrongdoings and all of yours, but you show the text faithfully. To say Jesus is Lord, repentance is obvious. If there's no repentance, he's not Lord. If confession without repentance is sometimes just a further admission of guilt. So to confess that he's Lord naturally is going to lead to repentance. Is it going to lead to perfect conduct forevermore? Absolutely not. See Romans chapter 7. We're all going to continue to do battle with our sin natures. They're going to come up from time to time. All right. I've seen this before. I've led numerous gay people to faith in Christ. One of them, Darius, gave his life to Christ, walked in beautiful repentance. It was incredible. And then he came forward to his group and he confessed, last night I went to a gay bar and I stumbled and I messed up. Now, does that mean that Darius lost his salvation? That he's evidently Jesus is the Lord in his life? Of course not. Of course not. What that group did was brilliant. They came alongside Darius and they said, listen, man, the next time you're tempted, you come hang out with me and my family. And so Darius had, they, they would have a rotation throughout the week where everybody's ready to host Darius, you know, to keep, keep him out of temptation. Of course, Darius is saved. He's gonna walk in struggle with that temptation, just like straight people are gonna walk in temptation to lust and pornography, things like that. He's gonna walk in temptation, but if he walks with the Lord, he'll be able to resist temptation and flee from it. You'll be able to walk in glorious repentance to the glory of God. It's incredible to see. So don't cheapen the words, Jesus is Lord, by trying to lower the bar and make it more palatable for people who have any particular addiction to any particular sin. This is how we evangelize. We are faithful FedEx men and women. Are you ready? Pray.